Welcome to the Cat Builder Talk Radio Show with your host, small business expert, Mark Parham. Real talk with real people talking about real issues facing small business and our community today. Join us every Monday evening starting at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. To be a guest or for more information, go to capbuildertalk.com. Post comments on facebook.com forward slash capbuildernetwork. Enjoy the show. Good evening. This is Mark Parham. Welcome to another episode of the Cap Builder Talk Radio Show. Real talk with real people. Talking about real issues facing small business in our community today. Here, as we say every week, helping you build the capacity to change your life. Helping you to walk in your purpose. We're going to try to get you ready, you know, the Cat Billy Talk Show is focused on giving you the information you need to make the right decisions in your life or make changes in your life. Because as you know, information is key. With the right information, you can make educated decisions. Tonight, we're going to talk about how do you do that? One of the topics I'm going to go over tonight is we're all running around. You know, people come up to me all the time and talk about, hey, I got this great idea. I want to start a business, but they never do. And one of the reasons they never do is because they never really figure out how to evaluate it quickly. So I'm going to talk about that tonight. I decided the first Monday of every month, I'm going to make it Education Mondays, where I'm really going to try to teach you something. I know you're learning the rest of the month with the great guests that I have, but I'm going to take some personal time with you to show you a few things on what I want you to learn. Because it is go time, and are you ready? So tonight's show, I'm going to talk about how to develop that business idea. And then I'm going to talk about a few things and and talk about how to develop your, how to not develop, but really evaluate that idea. You've probably been developing it for a while. So I'm going to talk about that. Now, before I go to break, I want to talk about something real quick. A lot of people are coming to me talking about they made a lot of things and a lot of plans that they were going to do this year. And they've already gotten off track. So I was looking for a great article today on how to get back on track. And I want to just talk first. First thing I want you to remember is I want you to reconnect with your reasons. A lot of us, when we started out at the beginning of the year, had reasons to make the changes we made. But, you know, sometimes our reasons take us out of our comfort zone. So we start backing away from them. But I want you to reconnect with your reasons. That's number one. Find out why you were thinking or you made the decision that you made. Then I want you to also look at what set you back. I want you to reframe them. We've had setbacks. Things happen. We didn't anticipate them happening. Take a look at those things and see, did they really set you back or did you allow them to set you back? Okay? That's something else. Then this is number three. is the biggest one a lot of people have a problem with. is getting and asking for help. You tried it yourself, it may not work for you. That's why people like me exist. A lot of people, we're coaches. I can help you with this. We're going to talk about that a little bit later, but maybe it's time for you to ask for help. Maybe you need an accountability partner, somebody just to keep you focused. And then the last thing I want you to do is think about rethinking your goal. Maybe you made a too lofty a goal, but I want you to rethink what it was that you were trying to do, and maybe you can reevaluate it and plan it a different way. 
But these are the things I want to leave you with as we get this show started. It's going to be a great show. So you're listening to Mark Parham. Cat Builder Talk. Real talk with real people talking about real issues facing small business today. I'll be back in a moment. I volunteer with United Way to help the homeless in my community learn computer skills and build a basic resume. I don't just wear this shirt, I live it. Give, advocate, volunteer, live united. Go to liveunited.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. I wasn't prepared to be a caregiver to mom. I had no idea how hard it would be and what I would need to know. Things I never thought of, like how to improve her mood and ways for me to stay positive. Luckily, I found the Caregiving Resource Center from AARP. It had articles about the basics, but also information about the hurdles I was facing. Caregiving Resource Center at aarp.org caregiving. Articles, tips, and tools to help you both care for your loved one and care for yourself. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Welcome back to the Cat Builder Talk radio show with your host, Mark Parham. Real talk with real people. Talking about real issues facing small business and our community today. Hey, this is Mark Parham, and I'm back. Going to talk to you for a few minutes. I'm not sure if we're going to burn up the rest of the show with it or not, but a lot of people are coming to me right now. They have great ideas. But they keep having idea after idea after idea after idea, and they're not really taking the time to evaluate them. And that's what I'm going to talk about this evening. I've created some tools that can show you how to evaluate your business idea. Matter of fact, I'm going to be doing a webinar coming up shortly. I'm launching a campaign this month. But I want to talk about this evening because it's important. Because some of you have ideas that if you don't evaluate them, you'll never try them. If you never try them, you'll never change your situation. So tonight, I'm going to go through a few things that I want you to think about when you're trying to come up with a great business idea. And as we get into it, you know, you can take some notes, but I actually have a great coaching program out there for uh, helping you understand how to evaluate your business idea, how to put numbers with it, how to see if it's actually going to make you money, not just something you'll be doing. So let's, let's get into it. When you're thinking about developing an idea, I want you to first start thinking about what goods or services that you would think about doing that would improve your life. Because surprisingly enough, sometimes things that will improve your life may improve the lives of others, and they may appreciate it too. It could be something very, very simple. So I want you to start thinking about what goods or services would improve your life. And while you're thinking about that, I want you to start, you know, I want you to get a notebook and I want you to carry it with you. I want you to start writing down things about yourself. You know, keep a list of your personal strengths and your, your weaknesses in mind. What are you good at? What are you strong at? What are you not strong at? Start writing them down. You got to face them. And I want you to think about, does anything come to mind that would improve your life? 
You know, uh, you'd be surprised sometimes at the simplest things. I want you to think about your own experiences, things that maybe made you frustrated in life. You know, with some time and some creativity, you can probably sit down right now and identify several products or services that would help you in your life. But just write them down. You know, like right now, I want you to think about it. Just take some time and think about things that maybe, if they were there, they would change your life, make life a lot easier for you. And, you know, but I want you to write them down. I want you to also think about, and this is a big issue for a lot of people. They're not sure whether or not they'd like to provide a product or a service. You know, and, and your idea is going to be based around either one. And each requires some some thought and some creativity. They, they both have advantages and challenges that you need to consider. You know, and, you know, and I think when you really look at it, you know, there's product. If you're developing a new product, you have to develop something physical. Now, it's great if you have the time, you develop something physical, you prototype it, you get someone to like it and to purchase it, and then make a million of them and sell them over and over and over again. That's a great business model. A service business is generally you doing the work. You know, so product, you... You create this product, and you get someone to like it, and they buy it over and over and over again, and you make a lot of money on it. A service is you. You're putting something in. You're a lawn care, baking, cooking. And a lot of people, the first businesses they start are service businesses because service businesses are easier to start. Now, the issue with a service business, of course, is easier to start, but in order to grow that business, you got to hire some people. And that's where one of your weaknesses might be, you know, managing people. So maybe you want to learn how to manage people and things like this, but it's either going to be a product or a service. So I want you to think about products or services that you feel will help people make life easier for them. Okay. Next thing I want you to think about is you can identify a problem within a certain industry, maybe the industry you work in, you know, maybe you can identify there's a problem with it. A lot of inventions have become because of somebody trying to resolve a problem. You heard earlier uh, the inventions that uh, Janet's going to give away, you know, it, like the potato chip was invented because a guy got a complaint, brother, he got a complaint one night that is, you know, his potatoes and french fries are too hard. So he cut them as thin as he could and he sent them back out there. And people liked it. It's a potato chip. He was frustrated with the complaint he had about his french fries and he turned them into potato chips. A lot of inventions are made because people are frustrated with the way of doing things. So a good thing to do is find a problem and see if you can find a solution to it. It's possible that other people feel the same way, which gives you potential market. So I want you to identify a problem in the industry. Now, you can also build upon an existing business idea. You know, when McDonald's started, we had, you know, the Big Mac. Now, now I hear they got three different sized Big Macs, but you got a Big Mac. You know, to all beef fatty, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions on the sesame seed bun. Burger King opened up across the street, and what did they do? 
they built upon an existing idea. They still sold the hamburger, but the difference with them was they said, you can have it your way. Because if you went to McDonald's and tried to get a hamburger, you say, hey, I want to get that hamburger. Uh, can you take the sauce off? No, no, we can't take the sauce off. You know, so Burger King, not only did they say have it your way, they said they were going to frame a flame broiler. All right, so they just took an idea and went one more step. And they created a niche in the market for themselves. And you can do the same thing with one of your ideas. But you got to take the ideas and take them one step further. You're an entrepreneur. You're an innovator. So you're always looking towards the future. So don't stick with old methods, old technology. Look out here and see new things that are going on. Every week, Martin Pratt comes on the show, Small Business News and Technology Report, and he talks about new tools and new ways of doing things. You need to adopt some of these new ways and go for it. You can ask yourself, what is the next logical step for this product? You know, I got an apple here. The next logical step is maybe I'll put a little caramel on it. I got a caramel apple. It's as simple as that. So you got to ask yourself, what is the next logical step? And and once again, I'm saying, write this stuff down. Just don't think about it because it'll get lost. Now, after you come up with your ideas, you write a few down, you can do some what we call preliminary customer research or consumer research. You can get online. You can look your idea up. Now, what's interesting a lot of times when people look up their ideas on the Internet and they see a lot of people are looking up the same thing, they think, oh, somebody else has it. No, they're doing the same thing as you, just searching. It's very few few people that go from searching to actual action. So if you see a lot of people looking up the same idea you have, maybe it's a great idea. All right? And then you can do research on that to find out what they really want. They may be your first customers. Talk about your idea with some of your friends sometimes. Now, that's not always, you don't always get positive impact or positive reinforcement from your friends sometimes. So don't take everything they say to heart. A lot of times you'll be talking to your friends and they go, if I were you, I wouldn't do that. But they're not you. So do what you feel you need to do. Okay? But it's your job to come up with something that works for you. But you can get on the Internet Use keyword searches. You can really find out what's going on. And you can find out what people are searching for most often. And it can spark an idea, an idea that you can use to change your life. All right? So I want you to sometimes you can apply skills that you have to a different field. I run into a lot of people, you know, a lot of women that maybe have retired and I ask them what they've done and, they were like executive assistants or administrative assistants. You know, they, they don't know what to do with themselves now. But they can take those same skills and apply those skills to maybe becoming a virtual assistant. Maybe you get four or five good customers that you handle their phone calls and make appointments for them. Maybe not four or five, maybe two or three. But you can use the skills that you already developed, and you can apply these skills to a whole different field. You can creatively apply skills that you already know towards a different field. So take all your skills into account. When you're doing your self-assessment, 
Write down all the things you know how to do. Sometimes we take the skills that we take for granted, things that come easy for us, or maybe very difficult for other people. You know, so take your skills, write them down, and see if you have a certain talent that may revolutionize another field. Okay? But the big thing about everything that I'm talking about, I want you to do is to write this all down. I want you to write down every idea, no matter how small, pointless, whether or not you think it could have value or not, write them all down. Carry this book with you at all times. I have a uh, a little black book. It looks like a thing reporters carry, but I carry it in with me all the time because I jot stuff down in it. Because it's kind of cool at the end of the day to go back and look at it. But you never know. And I don't use, uh, I don't write on my phone. I used to try to text stuff in. But writing it down is a way to get it out of your head and all the something you can look at. But you can keep them all in one place. So when it's time for you to review them, you can come back to them. Because what you're trying to do at this point is really foster your creativity. Okay? So I don't want you to be too critical of your ideas at this point. During this period, this is your brainstorming period. I want you to not feel constrained. I want you to free your mind and see what it comes up with. There's several ways and several things you can do to stimulate your creativity and come up with ideas. I want you to use them all because this is your brainstorming time. I want you to take these ideas and write them down. Okay. And I want you to keep writing them down as long as you can, because this is where you're going to learn how to evaluate. So I want you to just think about a number of the things that I've said over the past few minutes. Writing things down, think about your skill sets, think about your experiences. You have something special inside of you. You just got to figure out what it is you can do that you enjoy doing that other people will pay you to do. All right. So I'm going to give you a few minutes. I'm going to go on break. And when I come back, I'm going to actually start talking about how do you take this idea you brainstormed and do a quick evaluation to see how well it can work for you, if it's even something you can do. So you're listening to Mark Parham, Cat Builder Talk, real talk with real people talking about real issues facing small business today. I'm going to go to a short break, and when I come back, we're going to start this conversation about how do you actually develop and evaluate the business idea. I'll be back in a moment.
Mark Parham coming back. I didn't want to go to a commercial. I just wanted the music to play because I wanted you to think about some of the things I was talking about. All right. And so now, you know, for the next few minutes, I'm going to really go into how do you develop and evaluate that idea? I got a template out there on my website. If you go to catbuildercoaching.com, you look on develop your idea coaching program and there's a, survey out there that will help you evaluate your idea. But in doing this, I'm going to set some rules. I want you to only evaluate one idea at a time. Okay? When you're using any of my tools or you're sitting here tonight, one idea at a time. Use one sheet of paper for that idea. There are no wrong answers. This is just a first pass. You may come back and do it again and again and again, but I want you to Start looking at your ideas one at a time. Don't mix them up. A lot of times people come in, I got five or six ideas. I say, let's take them one at a time. All right. So step one, every business is started to solve a problem. I want you to keep that in mind. So the first thing I want you to think about, if you have a great business idea, I want you to think about what are the problems that your business is going to solve? It may be one major problem. It could be a minor problem. But what are the problems that the business is going to solve? And are these real problems or you have used your product to create the problem? So figure out what problem is your business going to solve. Now, it doesn't have to be a major problem. You could be starting a landscape business. What problem does a landscape business solve? It solves someone else cutting someone's grass. Okay, simple problem. I need my grass cut. I'm not going to do it. The problem is I need someone to do it, and that's what you could start a business doing. So let's not get overly complicated with what the problem is. It could be something very simple, but it has to solve a problem before people will pay you to do it. That's what's most important about this first step, coming up with something that solves a problem, a big enough problem that somebody's willing to pay you to solve. One of the things that I do is I help people write business plans. I, I solve a problem. People have the idea. They're trying to get it out of their head. I take get that idea out of their head, and I create the plan for them. Okay? It's a real problem. All right? The next thing, after you figured out the problem, I want you to figure out who are the people that really, really have this problem. In my case, not everybody has a problem writing a business plan. But people that are got ideas and are trying to go into business certainly do. Not everybody has a problem cutting their grass. They cut it themselves. When you see somebody's grass is long, get a little high in the yard, they have a problem. So you got to figure out who these people are that have the problem, how large the problem is for them, and how bad do they need it solved. These three things, the people that have the problem, how large the problem is, and how bad do they need it solved. Just think about it. They don't really need it solved that bad. It's not that important to them. They may not be willing to pay for it. But if they need it solved bad enough, believe me, they'll be willing to pay for it. The next step is you've identified what the problem is. You've identified who the customer is that has the problem. The next thing you need to identify is what product or service are you going to offer them that's going to solve their problem. 
Let's not get overly complicated with this. I'm going to solve the problem of cutting grass by offering cutting grass services. That's what I'm going to start with. They need their grass cut. That's what I'm going to do. Now, I may at one point start doing more for them, but right now I'm going to take the simple problem they have solved, and I'm going to solve it. What is the problem I have? I help people write their business plan, period. That's what I'm going to do. So I want you to write down what your problem is, then write down what your solution is to the problem, and that's the thing you're going to sell to generate revenue. It's simple. Don't try to make it overcomplicated. Don't try to use big words. The problem and what the solution is. So we identify with the problem. We identify the customer that has the problem. Now I want you to identify what are you going to provide, product or service, that's going to solve that problem for them. We're not putting a price on it yet, but it has to be something they may be willing to pay for. Number four and I think this is a, one of the most important ones is what is going to be your unique selling proposition? Why will they buy it from you? What makes you and your product unique? In my case, I've been doing this a long time. I have helped over hundreds of people and trained for thousands of hours and coached for thousands of hours. I even got an opportunity to go coach the last president, 44th president of the United States during the shutdown. So I have things that make me unique. And it's not always education that makes you unique. It could be your experience. I've worked with people that had a young man that was a carpenter and he didn't he had, didn't go to school. But I said, well, how did you learn? He said, well, I studied 15 years under my grandfather. He was a master carpenter. That's what his unique selling proposition is. But make sure your difference matters. Okay. Focus on the finished story of the benefits. You know, a good, unique selling proposition gets inside the head of your customers and focuses on the benefits your customers derive after using your product. After I cut your grass and you come home and you see how well I did it, that's when the benefit is there. After I send you back your plan and it's looking like you would fund it yourself if you had the money. That's what you want to focus on, your unique selling proposition, because these are the things that are important, okay? Find out what it is about you that makes it unique or makes your product unique because you're doing it. It can simply be just your passion for it, all right? The next step is your marketing. How are you going to reach and sell your products to your customers? There's a lot of ways to do that now. We got inbound channels, you know, blogs, ebooks, white papers. Janet's right now is using her blog to get people to come check her out. Okay? Outbound channels could be like this show right here. What I'm doing is an outbound channel. Print ads, TV, trade shows, things like this. I'm reaching out to you. But you gotta figure out what you're gonna use to market to your customers. And where are your customers at? A lot of times I hear so many people talk about social media. Uh, I'm trying social media, but I can't make any money. Maybe your customers are not on social media. And maybe if they are on social media, maybe they don't like to buy through the, through the Internet. So your customers are not 
just out there waiting for you, a lot of times you're going to have to go look and find out where they live. Sometimes you got to go old school. You get back to flyers. Sometimes you got to go to events and talk and speak. But you got to figure out where are the people that have the problem that you're trying to solve. You know, that's why I spend so much time. People call and ask me, hey, Mark, will you come speak? And I'll go, yes. And they said, well, we didn't say where. And I said, you didn't have to. You give me an opportunity to get in front of people that are curious about small business and entrepreneurship or changing their lives, and they are potential customers for me. So I want you to start thinking about how you're going to market to these people. If you can do these five things, you're on your way to evaluating your business idea. You know, I'm not going to go into cost numbers now this evening because I want you to first think through these five steps. I want you to identify what the problem is. I want you to identify who the customer is. I want you to identify what your solution is and what's unique about you and how you're going to reach your customer. Okay. If you can do these five things, you're well on your way to defining what your idea is because in any one of these, you may come up with a great problem, but you may not be able to identify who the customer is. So maybe that's not the problem you need to work with. That's why I'm saying you can use these tools to evaluate your idea, okay? But I want you to evaluate them at every step. You may find the problem. You may find the customer. You may look at your solution, and you go, you know what? That's going to be too much work for me. Now, I can't handle that. Now, you take another idea. And you may come down to number four and find out, you know what? I really don't have a unique way, or there's nothing really unique on why I can sell this. Let me look at myself a little bit better and see if there's something more unique about me that will help me sell this solution I have. And then, uh, you know, the last thing, number five, and this is one is, this is a big one for most people. It's how to market, you know, because a lot of times if you can't use the Internet, that means you got to get out there. And a lot of us don't want to get out there. You know, a lot of us are older. We may have been salesmen in the past. We don't want to go networking. We don't want to get out there. So we come up with an idea where we actually have to get out and sell it. We may not want to do that. So once again, let's move on to another idea. But some of us won't do this process, and we'll go all the way through this, spend money, build websites, and do all this stuff and jump into the idea, and it's really not the right idea for us. So I want you to take each one of these steps. And it's not bad if at each step you decide, you know what, this ain't it. Okay? I can't find who the real customers are. And if I can find them, I don't know where they are. Now, you can do some research and maybe find where they are. But if you're not willing to go there and get them, this may not be the right thing for you. So I want you to take these things to heart that I talked about this evening. Because in order to change your life, you're going to have to change how you do things. And even if your idea doesn't always make you money, a lot of times it gets you up and it gets you out of the house and it gets you meeting and doing new things, meeting new people, and that can change your life. So entrepreneurship is not all about generating revenue. It's a nice aspect of it, but it's about making changes in your life. Sometimes you get out there, maybe an extra $100 a month, Extra $200 a month can change your whole life. It doesn't have to be a business that's going to be on the cover of Inc. Magazine. 
but it can be something that you enjoy doing. Entrepreneurship is all about, you may start a nonprofit where you get out and you help people. You figure out a problem, you figure out who has the problem, you figure out your solution, and you figure out why you're uniquely qualified to help these people, and you get out there and you do it. That can change your life as well. So I want you to take to heart the things that I talked about this evening, about developing your idea. I'm going to be sending out something to you coming up about taking a webinar I'm going a little more deep into this. And I even have a coaching program. If you're ready and you, you got an idea, you really want me to help you go through it, I'm there and I can help you do this. But the big thing is I want you to do it. I want you to step out there. So you've been listening to Mark Parham. I hope you've enjoyed tonight's show. Cat Builder Radio Network. Every evening at 7 p.m. we got something for you. All right, so... I want to thank you for sticking with me this evening, and I look forward to our next encounter. Thank you for joining us this evening on the Capital Builder Talk radio show with your host, Mark E. Parham. It is our mission to provide you with the information you need to make educated decisions, decisions that will help you walk in your purpose. We are here every Monday evening starting at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to be a guest for more information, go to capbuildertalk.com. Please post comments on facebook.com forward slash capbuildertalk. We hope you enjoy the show.